Thank you, New York. Today, we're reminded of the power of community and the power of coming together. Athletes, on your mark. The first woman to finish for the second straight year here in the New York City Marathon is Mickey Gorman, a smiling Mickey Gorman, and why not? 2.29.30, the time for Gritterbikes. Look at the emotion of Shalane Flanagan as she comes to the line. Pointing to his chest, pointing to the USA. He so proudly wears across his chest. A great day for Mev Kapleski. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first edition of Set the Pace for 2024. Hope everybody had a festive new year. It's great to have you back with us. Rob Simulcare, the CEO of New York Roadrunners, along with 2009 New York City Marathon champion Meb Kofleski. And Meb, great to see you. Welcome to 2024. Wow. It's great to be with you, Rob. 2024, here we get started. Absolutely. And we had a great time. Of course, we have our annual midnight run in Central Park. It was great to see folks come out for that. Always a fun time. The fireworks, a great festive atmosphere out there. So thanks to everybody who came out and joined us for the midnight run. That is always so much fun. This is a fun episode we're going to have today. Meb and I are going to chat a little bit about the new year, look ahead to what we want to accomplish in 2024. And then we're going to introduce you to a couple of New York Roadrunners members. This is a new segment we're going to have in the podcast starting this year called Member Moments. We're going to introduce you to two amazing members of our New York running community, Kate Gustafson, as well as Jacob Caswell. So that'll be coming up in just a little while. But Meb, what a year 2023 was. Of course, it was my first year as CEO of New York Roadrunners. You and I launched this podcast together. That was great. And then we had an amazing set of races all year long, really highlighted by the incredible day we had at the TCS New York City Marathon, over 51,000 runners completing the race. Great, great year. What was your highlight for 2023? Rob, my highlight for 2023 was to be able to just spend a lot of time with the kids, uh, family, and sports, and I'll be able to travel. I was overseas to Bermuda this year, so I'm trying to do once a year to be able to go overseas or go somewhere for running purposes and inspire people to be the best out of themselves. So, you know, it's just running. I know I made a new resolution that I was going to do half marathon or full marathon this year, but it didn't happen because sometimes you get injured. Things don't happen the way you want them, but I'm looking forward to hopefully do some similar half marathon or full marathon in 2024. All right. I was wondering if you had a resolution for 24. So are you, are you carrying that over? Are you kind of trying to redo on that? Try to get one in this year? I know you've, you've been thinking about trying to maybe do Boston. Where, where's your head on that? Yeah. You know, trying to evaluate things and then spring, yeah, hopefully it'll be Boston. And as I hopefully, uh, you know, celebrate my 10 year anniversary of the victory. And I always wanted to run for a charity and then, uh, Possibly the, you know, possibly the foundation would be great to be able to give back. And, uh, you know, running is, is such a beautiful thing. Sometimes when you're running, like I'm eight miles into it, I can do half marathon or I can do two, three times of that to get the 20, 26 miles. But, you know, you got to do the necessary things to do the small thing to help you healthy, because sometimes it's not just about running by the core and things like that. And I'm uh, looking forward to the, hopefully going that route. But what's your new resolution for you, Rob? 
Well, you know, I was toying with running a marathon in 2023. As you know, I was spending a little time training over the summer, but my knees just weren't really cooperating with that. So I'm going to try to get off to a good start. I'm looking to run the Fred LeBeau half marathon in January here in New York City. And that would be uh, the second half I've run in the last six months. I ran the Staten Island half in October. And so if I'm able to do that and feel good, Maybe I'll start to build up mileage from there a little bit and see if I can get to a point where I feel like a marathon could happen in the spring. I have not really focused on any of them. I'm not looking, certainly not for Boston. You know, I guess, you know, theoretically, I could try to do something uh, uh, locally, something closer in the spring. There's one in Jersey City that takes place. So not really committing, but I, I think if I could do three or four halves in the year, that would be great. Um, I also would love to get a 10K um, uh, under 40 minutes. I, I haven't done that in a really long time. I've been under 45, but 10K, you know, is my favorite distance. And I love to run that distance. I get to run a little bit fast, but also a little bit far. So I've got maybe a time goal for the 10K that, you know, is, is a hard one for me because that's a long way to run fast. But that would be a really cool if I could pull it off. I think you will. And I think you had a great 2023 year running. You know, you had some... Uh Great results. So looking forward to seeing you doing even faster and do better things in uh, 2024. But congratulations on an amazing year as a CEO of the New York Roadrunners. You know, to, to see you at the first marathon, it was just incredible and how successful it became. Well, we just had a great year at Roadrunners. I mean, people are really loving running right now with us, which is fantastic. We, we have this uh, amazing in demand for our races, which is, you know, a blessing and a curse. I mean, all of our races are selling out, which of course is great, but we also want to make sure that people find ways to run with us that don't necessarily involve a race because we don't want people to feel shut out when they get shut out of races because they sell out. So, you know, we have things like Open Run, which are races that take place in parks all over the city every single week. They're free to show, you know, free to run. You can just show up and run. Um, we've got virtual races as well that you can run in. So we're hoping that people will take advantage of other opportunities to run with us because, you know, of course we want them at our races, but we know that, you know, the sellout rate has been pretty high lately. So hope folks can find, uh, find a way to get out there and run with us. Of course, you run other races around the country, around the New York City area as well. That's good too. So um, we hope people do that. You know, our United Airlines NYC half was a big success in terms of the registration rate. We've got the RBC Brooklyn half coming up as well. So a lot of good halves coming up. Um, and we're also going to have some really cool new content coming out. This amazing partnership we have with Peloton. They do such a great job with content, with reaching people who are into fitness. So we're going to have a lot more coming with them in 2024 as well. And we cannot wait for it all to get started. All right, Meb, we're going to introduce now a new segment to set the pace. Every week, it's called Member Moment. We're going to highlight a New York Roadrunners member each and every week. To kick things off, we want to share interviews with a couple of members we spoke with back in 2023. First up, Kate Gustafson. All right, it's time now for our New York Roadrunners Member of the Week. Every single week, we highlight a member 
of New York Roadrunners, who's doing incredible things for the running community. And this week, it is Kate Gustafson. And Kate is having an incredible fall as a runner. She was the top female finisher in the TCS New York City Marathon Training Series 12 miler on August 19th. She also was the top female in Greta's Great Gallup 10K. So she really is doing a great job. She's a former Division I ice hockey player who has now become a big runner. She has completed the Everest Base Camp training in Nepal and uh, coaches as well. So just incredible stuff. Kate, it's great to have you here. Congrats on all your success so far this year. Yeah, thanks for having me. Kate, congratulations on this great weekend and been in, in sports. How has running added to your life? Is it through exercise or been to beautiful places? Um, that's a great question, Meb. Thank you. Uh, I would say that probably the thing that sports have given me is amazing relationships. So I, w- I was just saying this this morning that I've probably met some of my closest friends. I've had the best uh, moments even like with my family and my parents because of sport. And, and so it's allowed me to travel all over the world, but it's really the people that I, that I got to meet because I was doing that. Um, and certainly through running, I would say it's, it's not just, you know, I can go out there and run on my own, but it, on Saturday, if I'm at the, in Central Park, I'm surrounded by people and it's really, that's probably the biggest gift that running has given me and sport. Kate, can you talk a little bit about your, your organization? You've got an organization called Mile 2 Marathon. What's that all about? Yeah. So, so Mile to Marathon is uh, a group of coaches based out of Canada. We, we coach athletes both in person and virtually. I tend to coach athletes uh, virtually, although I do have athletes here in New York City. And they're individuals who may be looking to break 230 in the marathon or someone who's looking to train for their first marathon, first 5K. And I've been doing this for well over a decade. I was inspired by another woman coach that I had in Toronto. And she really made me believe that, you know, not only can I achieve my own goals in running, but it's it's really great to support others along that way. So always looking to learn more about the sport, educate myself, be surrounded by other coaches. Um, I'm very proud to be a woman coach. I think there's there needs to be more of us. So that's another reason why I'm so passionate about it. All right, Kate. Well, congratulations on being member of the week. We're thrilled to have you on the podcast and I'm sure I'll see you on another podium before <laughs> long. So keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much. Thanks, Rob. Congratulations. Thanks, Matt. And now let's talk to another New York Roadrunners member, Jacob Caswell. All right, our member of the week is an individual I've gotten to know pretty well at the finish line of a lot of our races on a lot of awards podiums as well. Jacob Caswell was the 2022 TCS New York City Marathon non-binary division winner. Jake is a well-known runner amongst the greater New York City running community as they run with Front Runners New York. Um, and Jake has been a really strong advocate in making running a more inclusive sport to participate in. Jake, uh, it is great to see you. Congratulations on being our member of the week. Thank you so much for having me. Jake, what has it meant for you to have this non-binary category that New York Roadrunners has created over the last year or so? Yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been incredible. I think I just think back of my time running has been you know very in like. Uh, 
gender division that I never really felt comfortable in, made at the high school, college. So really being able to, you know, run a race in like the category that I um, would want to be in and know I should be in. And then having that space to, uh, is just is amazing. Um, I think a lot of people think that sports in general, take that running is a purely a physical, uh, physical act. It's just a body moving through space. But I really think it's much more than that. I like to, I, I take everything into like uh, my studies of uh, having a master's in public health. So taking the social determinants of health and really translating that to the social determinants of sports, uh, you really see those outside social factors that really impact uh, not just the day of your performance or the day of your run, but leading up to that uh, and everything in between. So really just having, you know, that inclusive space uh, to participate in every race is just um, uh, amazing and uh, glad that it's uh, finally available. Well, Jake, you've, you've played a really important role in helping us create it, mold it, not to mention you happen to be very, very fast because <laughs> I see you at a lot of finish lines and a lot of award podiums. So, Jake, congratulations. We really appreciate you being here. appreciate everything you're doing for us here at Roadrunners and for the broader running community. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. And we have reached the finish line of this episode of Set the Pace. If you know a member or are a member that you think we should spotlight on our member spotlight, Email us at nyrrpodcast at nyrr.org. We would love to talk about all the amazing members we've got out there doing amazing things at New York Roadrunners. Don't forget, if you like the podcast, leave a rating, leave a review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to the show on. They mean a lot. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Happy New Year, and we will see you next week on Set the Pace.